Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. And I want to thank our highly esteemed Stamakama for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. Esteemed family, the prayer has been posted in the chat room. And we today we are praying for divine leading and direction opportunities, wisdom, and spiritual sensitivity, not to miss God. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray in tongues of the Spirit for inspired by the word members that in this year of redemption, we walk in God's divine instruction, precepts, and leading at all times, fully sensitive to spiritual leading of the Holy Spirit, and thus take advantage of various opportunities towards proliferation of the gospel and wealth creation in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to be praying with the scripture Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21, amplified version says, Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left, esteemed family, let's can you meet your mic right now as we pray. Lord, we thank you for this family, for this family of for this family of love, my gracious telegradosha tagada. Lord, we pray this morning, my gracious telegradosha that every dosha tagada that every member of its part by the word, my legradosha tagada in this year of redemption, my gracious telegradosha tagada peletekede walk in divine instruction in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lebra gracious telegradosha tagada. Lord, we pray that at all times you are sensitive to the leading of your spirit, my gracious telegrad. 
times we are yielded, we are yielded, liberado shatagada to the leaders of the spirit in taking advantages, liberado shatagada of opportunities, liberado shatagada and our spirit is sensitive, begerado shatagada, shatagada, kiranda shadia, ma belegrado shatagada, legrado shatagada, lebreze sunte ligrado shatagada, oh ma legrado shatagada, gadara gadagada, at all times, Lord, we walk in tune with your spirit, liberado shatagada, legrado as we study your word, as we give ourselves to attention to prayer, we are in tune with your spirit for us at all times and what you are doing in our life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Libra says, Oh, Father, we say, Take it because this year, no, no one in this place shall miss you, Lord. And we shall walk, oh Lord, in the manner says, within your purpose, our will for us in this year of redemption. In the name of the Lord Jesus, oh, thank you, Father. Jesus' precious name, we prayed. Amen. Once again, I want to say a very big thank you to Elisim Stamakama for the opportunity to lead to, to this intercessory prayer. Thank you, esteemed family, for joining and availing yourselves to pray. Thank you for the changes of causing around the world. I want to say a very big thank you to the prayer team. Thank you for your labor of love. Right now, be handing over to the worship team. Makova Sandash Ebrali Kradis and Tarara Bali Kradis Surush Ira Balidras in this Iraq Lord my soul magnifies your name. I will live my life serving you, most high God, creator of heaven's glory, as grandeur. And the ocean, Hallelujah, Lord, You're great. My soul magnifies Your name. I will. Will live my life, my God, Creator of heaven's glory, as grandeur and the ocean's greatness. I bless your name, O oh Lord. 
Monaco, the universe, you are glow in splendor and majesty. Hallelujah. Amen. I bless your name. Oh Lord. The monarch of the With splendor and majesty, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah to the monarch of the universe. Livra Kosa Taiba. We'll bless your name, O God. Livra Kosi Kabaya. The one who created and nothing created him. We worship you, our Father. We bless your name, our Father. The one who is so mindful of us. The one who loves us with an everlasting love. You are light and you are life. You are love. We'll bless 
your name, O oh God, the one in him we live and move and have our being, the one who has imparted us with the very organic and existential attributes of deity, the one who has given to us the very life of God. We'll bless your name. We'll bless your somebody lift the holy hands and worship him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, O oh God, in the name we have worshipped. Amen, Spirit of the Living God, as we put our eyes on your word. Oh, we ask that we go beyond the logos to encounter the Rema, the power in your word, that your word is our reality. And no man, no woman, no boy, no girl connected to the skull today remains the same. Because as we behold with an unveiled face, we are transformed from the inside out. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by your spirit, O oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on wherever you are connected from, I welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the Word, Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Abigail, for that amazing time of worship. And thank you, dear esteemed brother for leading us to pray. Glory to God. Esteemed family, today <clears throat> is Tuesday, the 23rd of January, 2024. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And just in a minute, oh, today's devotional is He's above all. He's above all. Glory to God. Our theme scripture for today is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 18. And the Bible says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, <laughs> All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Glory to God. Pastor says to us, and we can read the rhapsody together now. The word translated power above is the Greek exousia, which means authority. In this pivotal statement, the Lord affirmed his dominion not only in the heaven, but also in the earth. Since Jesus wields all authority in the earth, that automatically means the nations of the world, which are in the earth, are all under his authority. No wonder the Bible says, Jesus is seated in the heavenly realms, high above all other government and authority and power and dominion and every title of sovereignty used either in this age or in the age to come. Ephesians 1 verse 21, the WNT. Guess what? His authority over all things is for our benefit. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. <laughs> His authority 
over all things is for your benefit. It is for your good. No wonder. <laughs> now you understand the boldness when we say that Christ is our advantage because everything that is him is for our advantage. It is for our benefit. Christ rules over all forces, authorities, powers, and rulers. He rules over all beings in this world and will rule in the future world as well. Child of God, do you know that you are perpetually advanced? Advantaged. You are perpetually on the top. Everything is working together for your good, for your good. Nothing works against you. Now, do you understand? Do you understand the scriptures better? Nothing can work against you. The Bible says, hey, will they gather? Surely they will gather. But because they did not gather in your name, there is a name that is above every constituted authority. There is a name that is above every gathering. That at the mention of that name, all decisions are abandoned for his own final say. You understand now why you must be bold. Do you understand now why you must move forward? Do you understand now that it is not in your decision to say that it is enough? No, because... Sorry, I think I lost connection there for a while. Can someone tell me what was last heard? Okay. Please co-host, can somebody tell me? At what point did I got disconnected? Okay. Sorry, Ma. You were talking about it is not in the authority to say no. That's where you ended. Thank you very much, esteemed Sister Francisca. God bless you. As I was saying, as the Spirit of God was saying to us, Christ rules over all forces, authorities, powers, and rulers. He rules over all beings in this world and will rule in the future world as well. God has put all things under the power of Christ. And all these things that have been put under the power of Christ, child of God, listen to that next verse. Sorry, that next sentence. Pastor says to us, and for the good of the church, he has made him the head of everything. Say to yourself, Christ is my advantage. Christ is my advantage. Christ is my benefit. Because everything he did, everything he is, is what puts you over. 
it is what puts you over. I said to us, I said, it is not normal for a king not to rule. It is not normal for a prince not to rule. It is not normal. That is why they say, when a king refuses to rule, they will say he has abdicated his throne. And it is not a normal thing. It is not in the order of life for a prince or a king to abdicate his throne, to relinquish his authority. Because no matter how much he wants to look like the ordinary man, he is not the ordinary man. He is not. No matter how much he wants to be it, no matter how much he desires to be like the ordinary people, no matter how much he wants to blend in, he commands from the masses or the commoners, however they, whatever terms they use. He can decide to go and marry from anywhere. But it does not, instead of him to become, he will leave the person he married and the person becomes royalty. Have you asked yourself why? Because a prince or a king or a princess or a queen is genetically encoded, <laughs> if I must use the word. It is the same with us. No matter how much, you are not a normal man. You are not an ordinary man. You are not of this world. You may double in and double out, but it can never make you a man of this world. That is why you don't have any business doubling in in the first place. And when you abdicate your throne, the Bible calls it what? Reprobacy, right? It is not normal. This is so sublime, Pastor says. Right after he declared in Matthew 28, 18, that all authority was given to him in heaven and in the earth, he charged us in the very next verse, to go ye therefore and teach all nations. He sent us on the basis of his authority to take his message to the nations, to every man's world, to rule, to reign, to dominate, to teach, to help, to serve. Does that not describe the royalty you know? Does that not describe who you are? Can you see why Pastor says government after government, kingdom after kingdom, tyrants, despots, and dictators have tried throughout the ages to annihilate the church but failed? Can you see why nothing, no one, no force or entity will be able to destroy the church? Because it is Christ's authority. We reign in his tag and we reign in his name. It is because there's only one who has authority over all things in heaven and in the earth. His name is Jesus. He rules over all. He's in charge of running the universe. Everything from galaxies to governments. No name and no power exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever he's in charge. Somebody say glory to God. 
forever he is in charge. He has the final say on everything. See, let me tell you, eh? The one confidence I have <laughs> is that there, see, nobody can take a final decision on my matter. Nobody understand me. Nobody can take a final decision on anything that pertains to you. See, you do not operate on deadlines. I have had a testimony. As a matter of fact, my heaven governor gave a testimony during one of our heaven meetings. He, she said something. She said that her company was bidding for a deal. And for some reason, the deal closed. Somebody else was given the contract, the, 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 the contract that they were bidding for. But because she knows who she is, because she knows what she has, she, because she knows the authority on which she rules and wins and dominates. She said that she went about the house saying that that bid is opened, that bid is reopened, that her company must bid. Child of God, I don't know if it's a, 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 a local government or an international government, but a bid that was done, you know what, you know, <laughs> ah, a bid that was done and are given to somebody else. That bid was recalled and reopened. Can you believe that? That bid, she got, she said she got a mail that the bid has been reopened and her company put in their bid and she won the contract. Do you know who you are? I say again, do you know who you are? And do you know what you have? A bid that was done was reopened. Child of God, the bureaucracy in that process alone, the bureaucracy in that process alone, it can only be God that will short circuit it. Do you know why there cannot be any terminal point in your life? Do you understand why you don't operate on the systems of this world? See, you are the only one I said before, and I say it again. No matter how much a king or a prince or a queen or a princess decides to play with the masses, it does not make him one. Because it is not in the order of things. That royalty must abdicate his or her throne. Know who you are. Exercise the authority. Pastor says to us, the exousia. The one given to us in the name of Jesus. Finally, brethren. Pastor is telling us today, and these instructions are clear. When you go out there, ensure that you exercise your authority. Teaching, ruling, healing, serving, doing it all, and then come back with amazing testimonies. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the devotion. Over to you now, esteemed sister Ogema. God bless you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you so much, dear esteemed Pastor Kel, for the wraps of this segment. God bless you, ma'am. And I want to say thank you, dear esteemed 
Sister Maka, for the opportunity to handle this segment of our devotion this morning. Esteemed family, right now we're going to proceed to the Bible study segment of our devotion. I'll start with the further study. We'll read from the book of Psalm 22 and verse 28. For the kingdom is the Lord's and he is the governor among the nations. Revelations 11, 15. And the seventh angel sounded and there were great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Wherefore God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Esteem family, please let's take the confession together. The Lord Jesus reigns and rules over all things, over all forces, authorities, powers and rulers. He rules over all beings in this world and in the world to come. And I am one with him. I am his seed, prolonging his days. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name, Lord. Glory. Esteem family will proceed to the one-year Bible reading plan, and I'll take the New Testament portion of our reading for today. I'll read from the book of Matthew, chapter 15, from verse 29 into chapter 16, from verse 1 to 12. Jesus heals many people. Jesus returned to the Sea of Galilee and climbed the hill and sat down. A vast crowd brought to him people who were late blind, crippled, those who couldn't speak, and many others. They laid them before Jesus, and he healed them all. The crowd was amazed. Those who hadn't been able to speak were talking. The crippled were made well, the lame were walking, and the blind could see again, and they praised the God of Israel. Jesus feeds 4,000. Then Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days, and they have they have nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry or they will faint along the way. The disciples replied, where would we get enough food here in the wilderness for such a huge crowd? Jesus asked, how much bread do you have? They replied, seven loaves and a few small fish. So Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, thanked God for them and broke them into pieces. He gave them to the disciples who distributed food to the crowd. They all ate as much as they wanted. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were 4,000 men who were fed in that day, in addition to all the women and children. Then Jesus sent the people home and he got into a boat and crossed over to the region of Magadan. Chapter 16. Leaders demand a miraculous sign. One day, the Pharisees and Sadducees came to test Jesus, demanding that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. He replied, you know the saying, red sky at night means fair weather tomorrow. Red sky in the morning means foul weather all day. You know how to interpret the weather signs in the sky, but you don't know how to interpret the sign of the times. 
Only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. Then Jesus left them and went away. Yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Later, after they crossed to the other side of the lake, the disciples discovered they had forgotten to bring any bread. Watch out, Jesus warned them. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. At this, they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying. So he said, you have so little faith. Why are you arguing with each other about having no bread? Don't you understand even yet? Don't you remember the 5,000 I fed with five loaves and the baskets of leftovers you picked up? Or the 4,000 I fed with seven loaves and the large baskets of leftovers you picked up? Why can't you understand that I'm not talking about bread? So again, I say, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then at last, they understood that he wasn't speaking about the yeast in bread, but about the deceptive teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Glory to God. Hallelujah. With that, we've come to the end of our New Testament portion for today's reading. Thank you so much once again, dear Sims Tamaka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'll hand over to the Old Testament team. Do enjoy the rest of our devotion. God bless you. God bless you too, esteemed sister Oge. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on where you are connected from, thank you so much, esteemed sister Maka, for the opportunity to take the Old Testament Bible reading of our one-year Bible reading plan. Esteemed family, today we'll be reading chapters 3 to 5 of the book of Exodus in the NLT translation. Praise the Lord. Chapter 3. Moses and the burning bush. One day Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replied. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned. Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. Verse 7. Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites now live. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me, and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abuse them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people Israel out of Egypt. But Moses protested, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? 
who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered, I will be with you. Hallelujah. And this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. But Moses protested. Hey, Moses. If I go to the people of Israel and tell them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask me, what is his name? Then what should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Hallelujah. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all the generations. Oh yeah, I'm adding my name there, the God of Francisco. Verse 16, now go and call together all the elders of Israel. Tell them, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me. He told me, I have been watching closely, and I see how the Egyptians are treating you. I have promised to rescue you from your from your oppression in Egypt. I will lead you to a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites now live. The elders of Israel will accept your message. Then you and the elders must go to the king of Egypt and tell him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has sent has met with us. He, so please let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand forces him. So I will raise my hand and strike the Egyptians, performing all kinds of miracles among them. Then at last he will let you go. Mm. And I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you. They will give you gifts when you go, so you will not leave empty-handed. Every Israelite woman will ask for articles of silver and gold and fine clothing from her Egyptian neighbors and from the foreign women in their houses. You will dress your sons and daughters with these, stripping the Egyptians of their wealth. Hallelujah. Chapter 4 signs of the lord's power but moses protested again moses reminds me of me what if they won't believe me or listen to me what if they say the lord never appeared to you then the lord asked him what is that in your hand a shepherd's staff moses replied throw it down on the ground the lord told him so moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake moses jumped back I would run. Jump back is very easy. Then the Lord told him, reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it, and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform this sign, the Lord said, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the, the Lord, the God of the ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God and the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. Then the Lord said to Moses, now put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out again, his hand was white as snow with a severe skin disease. Now put your hand back into your cloak, the Lord said. So Moses put his hand back in, and when he took it out again, 
it was as healthy as the rest of his body. The Lord said to Moses, they, if they do not believe you and are not convinced by the first miraculous sign, they will be convinced by the second sign. And if they don't believe you or listen to you, even after these two signs, then take some water from the Nile River and pour it on the dry ground. When you do, the now the water from the now will turn to blood on the ground. But Moses pleaded with 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 the Lord. <laughs> Very good with words. I've never I never have been, and I'm not now. <laughs> Even though you have spoken to me, it gets tongue tied, and my words get entangled. Hey, child, the Lord was patient with Moses. Then the Lord asked Moses, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear, see or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. Oh, yeah. That of Moses. I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what to say. But Moses pleaded again, Lord, please send somebody else. <laughs> then the Lord became angry with Moses. It's about time. All right, he said, what about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know he speaks well. And look, he is on his way to meet you now. He would be delighted to see you. Talk to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with both of you as you speak, and I will instruct you both in what to do. Aaron will be your, your spokesman to the people. He will be be your mouthpiece and you will stand in the place of God for him, telling him what to say and take your shepherd's staff with you and use it to perform the miraculous signs I have shown you. Uh, Moses returns to Egypt. So Moses went back home to Jethro, his father-in-law. Please let me return to my relatives in Egypt, Moses said. I don't even know if they are still alive. Go in peace, Jethro replied. Before Moses left Midian, the Lord said to him, return to Egypt for all those who wanted to kill you have died. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey and headed back to the land of Egypt. In his hand, he carried the staff of God. And the Lord told Moses, when you arrive back in Egypt, go to Pharaoh and perform all the miracles I have empowered you to do. But I will harden his heart so he will refuse to let the people go. Mm. Then you will tell him, this is what the Lord has said. This is what the Lord says. Israel is my firstborn son. I have commanded you, let my son go so he can worship me. But since you have refused, I will now kill your firstborn sons. It's amazing how um, God chose to harden the heart of Pharaoh until all the 12 plagues were performed. And, and if there's something that strikes me is that for each plague, it was addressing a God that the Egyptians worshipped. At the end of the day, God needs to remain paramount in your life. If there is any other God, God wants to deal with that. He could have easily just said, okay, you will go there and speak to Pharaoh and he will let you go. No, but he chose to harden his heart so that Pharaoh knows, hey, we have a God of infertility, a God of water, whatever. He was addressing each and every God. And by the time they were about to enter 
uh, Jericho, people had already heard about what God had done in Egypt because of the 12 plagues, except for the last one. There's a reason for that one. But let me not spoil that. We'll get there. On the way to Egypt, at a place where Moses and his... Wait, I think I have... Okay, verse 23. I commanded you, let my son go so he can worship me. But since you have refused, I will now kill your firstborn son. On the way to Egypt, at a place where Moses and his family had stopped for the night, the Lord confronted him and was about to kill him. But Moses' wife, Zipporah, took a flint knife and circumcised her son. She touched his feet with the foreskin and said, Now you are a bridegroom of blood to me. When she said, when she said, a bridegroom of blood, she was referring to the circumcision. After that, the Lord left him alone. This is also very profound because remember Abraham. And um, God had made an agreement concerning circumcision. There's a saying that goes, if you seek justice, you must come with clean hands. And the fact that Moses was on a divine mission, he needed to make sure everything else was handled. So circumcising his son was paramount. It was important because it was an agreement made. And every other person, including himself, was obviously circumcised. The word is living and active. Wow. This is beautiful. Anyway, let's continue. Verse 27. Now the Lord said to Aaron, go out into the wilderness to meet Moses. So Aaron went and met Moses at the mountain of God, and he embraced him. Moses then told Aaron everything the Lord had commanded him to say. And he told him about the miraculous signs the Lord had commanded him to perform. Then Moses and Aaron returned to Egypt and called all the elders of Israel together. Aaron told them everything the Lord had told Moses, and Moses performed the miraculous signs as they watched. Then the Lord, the people of Israel were convinced that the Lord had sent Moses and Aaron. When they heard that the Lord was concerned about them and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshipped. The last chapter of the day, Moses and Aaron speak to Pharaoh. After this presentation to Israel's elders, to Israel's leaders, Moses and Aaron went and spoke to Pharaoh. They told him, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, let my people go so they may hold a festival in my honor in the wilderness. Is that so? Retorted Pharaoh. And who is the Lord? Why should I listen to him and let Israel go? I don't know the Lord and I will not let Israel go. But Aaron and Moses persisted. The Lord, the God of the Hebrews has met with us, they declared. So let us have a three-day journey into the wilderness so we can offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. If we don't, he will kill us with a plague or with the sword. Pharaoh replied, Moses and Aaron, why are you distracting the people from their tasks? Go back to work. Look, there are many of your people in the land and you are stopping them from their work, making bricks without straw. Verse six, that same day, Pharaoh sent this order to the Egyptian slave drivers and the Israelite foreman. Do not supply any more straw for making bricks. Make the people get it themselves, but still require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. 
They are lazy. That's why they are crying out. Let us go and offer sacrifices to our God. Load them down with more work. Make them sweat. That will teach them to listen to lies. Verse 10. So the slave drivers and foremen went out and told the people, this is what Pharaoh says. I will not provide any more straw for you. Go and get it yourselves. Find it wherever you can, but you must produce just as many bricks as before. So the people scattered throughout the land of Egypt in search of stumble to use as straw. Meanwhile, the Egyptian slave drivers continued to push hard. Meet your daily court of bricks just as you did when we provided you with straw they demanded then they whipped the israelite foremen then they whipped the israelite foremen they had put in charge of the work crews why haven't you met your quarters yet either yesterday or today they demanded so the israelite foremen went to pharaoh and pleaded with him please don't treat your servants like this they begged we are given no straw but the slave drivers still demand more make bricks we are being beaten but it isn't our fault your own people are to blame but Pharaoh shouted, you are just lazy, lazy. That's why you are saying, let us go and offer sacrifices to the Lord. Now get back to work. No straw will be given to you, but you must still produce the full coat of bricks. The Israelite foreman could see that they were in serious trouble when they were told, when they were told you must not reduce the number of bricks you make each day. As they left Pharaoh's coat, they confronted Moses and Aaron, who were waiting outside for them. The four men said to them, may the Lord judge and punish you for making a stink before Pharaoh and his officials. You have put a sword in into his hands, an excuse to kill us. Then Moses went back to the Lord and protested, have you brought all this trouble on your own people, Lord? Why did you send me? Ever since I came to Pharaoh as your spokesman, he has been even more brutal to your people and you have done nothing to rescue them. Praise the Lord. Okay, right away we'll go into the affirmation segment. Praise the Lord. The affirmation is on the screen. Can you get your mic so we can take it together? Hallelujah. my <laughs> 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take the Old Testament Bible reading and the affirmation. Esteemed family, the affirmation is on the Inspired by the Word space and also on the 30 Days channel. Praise the Lord. I now hand over to the meditation team. God bless you. Glory to God. Thank you, esteemed Sister Francisca, for the amazing, amazing ministration of the Bible reading. Never did I know that Bible reading would be a ministration. God bless you for what you're doing with that which he has given to you. God bless you so much. Esteemed family, um, welcome once again. Thank you for standing strong and standing firm. Thank you to all the co-hosts. And thank you, dear Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take the meditation segment today. <clears throat> today is the 13th of our 21 days of redemption. And then um, the theme for today is helped of God. Glory to God, helped of God. Say to yourself, I am helped of God. Oh, amazing. So the brief is on the screen and then um, the brief is just a guide to let you know all that you are supposed to do today as you go through your day. You can break them down and um, find them slots on how to get them done. And then if you're with the accountability partnership, it will help you if you, if you can find time and do some of the tasks with your accountability partner. God is helping us because... <laughs> hey, <laughs> In fact, I am helped of God, my accountability partner, both of us. <laughs> oh, we are so helped of God. <laughs> I know that these are very busy time for a lot of people. But you see, eh? today's job study tells us that Christ is our benefit. Christ is our advantage. Since Samaka will tell us that 24 hours is enough for us to do what God wants us to do. Anything outside of that 24 hours, God had no day inside. So those things that God wants us to do, 24 hours is enough. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> okay, the scripture for meditation um, is taken from my favorite scripture of all times. Hey, you know, when my husband and I were meditating on this scripture early hours of the morning, it was just so amazing. I love this scripture. Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6 of the TPT. Somebody should please quickly find it for us in Amplified Classic. 
It's amazing. And the Bible says to us, don't be obsessed with money, but live content with what you have. Don't be obsessed. That's not the focus for today. But, okay, let's just be going. Don't be obsessed with money. I, ho- I hope we understand what it means when it is an obsession. This scripture does not say that you should not desire to have abundance of money. But if it is not possible for people to get obsessed with money, it will not be recorded in the Bible. As much as see, Esin Tamaka said something, said, don't ever come into the place where you are an accidental billionaire. I think she said it in our cell meeting, yes. Say, don't be an accidental billionaire. Because it is in pockets of things like that that obsession enters. That is why we are being trained for this season. Don't be obsessed with money, but live content with what you have. For you always have God's presence. For Christ is always your advantage. For Christ is always your benefit. For hasn't he promised you, I will never leave you. Never. Ah. Ah. For I will never leave you. It wasn't enough. Hey. You know that sentence is complete on its own. When somebody tells you, I will never leave you. When God himself is the one saying it. And you, he, he needed it to enter into your spirit. He said, never. And I will be losing my grip on your life. Hey, I will not lose my grip on your life. So we can say with great confidence, I know the Lord is for me. Hey, and I will never be afraid of what people may do to me. Oh, put your hands on your head if you can and prophesy to yourself. I know the Lord is for me. Hey, my life is on a trajectory of upward and forward movement. There is nothing impossible with me. Hey, there are no impediments on my path. There are no inhibitions in my dreams and in my visions for he has set me on a course and he is the one taking me with my hand. He is leading me preordained paths of success. The Lord is with me. I am not afraid what any man can come together to discuss because there is no terminal point in my life. Christ is my advantage. Christ is my benefit. 
Christ is my access. Heke sunteleke baya. Mako sataleke sundeli barosi kabaya. Christ is my help. I am not helpless. I can never be denied. I can never be stranded. Mako shataleke sunte ente livra kozege baya. Malika Sundeli Baya, RSTI, that I am brought into deals just to make profit. In this year of redemption 2024, I am doing the billions at every point in my life. My minimum account balance in the, is in the billions. I pay up the bills of nations. I take Nigeria out of debt. And as one man, I execute ministry projects because the Lord has set me on that course and He will never loosen His grip on my life ma konza leke sunte entelebarosi kabaya we are people of prophecy child of god and and i hope you are prophesying i hope hey i hope that you are prophesying this is not the words of any man to any man this is the word of the lord for you the amplified classic says something let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money including including greed avarice loss and craving for earthly possessions and be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what what you have for he that's the emphasis for our meditation for he god himself listen not be man tell you for he God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you. Ah, ah. I will not in any way fail you or give you up or leave you without support. Hey. Have you been left stranded? Have you been left without support? Have you been betrayed? Have you been failed? God is saying to you today, I will not. I will not. I will not in any way fail you. He will not give you up, child of God. He will not leave you without support. He gave you the Holy Spirit to assure you of his constant and persistent presence with you. He left the heavens and came to dwell in you. Men may fail, but God do not fail. Men may reject you, <laughs> but where they exclude you, he will include you. Men may look at you and say, nothing good can come out of this Nazareth. But believe his word today. <laughs> he said, I will not. I will not. I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down, nor relax my hold on you. I should be not. He will never. 
He will never. Thank you, Father. Makalaya. Livra kosa telebarosi kabaye kebaya. Oh, bakosa tele kebaya. Even though I walk to the valley and shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. You are in me. You have given me a word. I fear nothing. The Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not worry. I will not be anxious. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Who is that person? Who is that demon hatched out of hell? Who can take that which the Lord has given to me? Never! Inspired by the word, let your confidence be in God and hold firmly to his word because his word is life. It is fire to our bodies and our bones. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you. Thank you, Father. I know you are for me. <laughs> Thank you. Your word is my reality. I work in the reality of all that you have said. Consigning my life. Thank you. Glory to God. Child of God, there is healing in this place right now. Oh, begin to place the demand and the grace that be made available by this word. You may want to give at this point. This is a time to just give your offering for the word that have come to you. Put an expression and celebrate the word of God that has come to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> that promotion is yours. You have it. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That home is yours. You have it. He will never loosen his grip on your mother. He will never loosen his grip on your husband. 
<gasps> the Lord is your fortress and your refuge. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Esteemed family, because of time, I'm sorry for the time taking. Let's go ahead and do the rest of the things outlined for us for today. Remember to study your proverbs, your scriptures, and read your books. The book, listen to the message. And right now, we'll take the communion. Bring out your bread and your wine. And I'm reading from the book of 1 Corinthians 11.23. The Bible says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Ah, the TPT version will say, When you do this, remember me. Remember me. Remember him. Remember the word he has given to you. Thank you, oh God. As we partake of this communion, oh God, we partake and make bring into reality all that you have given to us. All spiritual blessings are translated and they are our reality. We walk in them all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can partake of the communion now. And 25 said, after the same manner also, he took the cup where he has supped, said, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you for the gift of your blood. The blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. The blood that brought us into a new covenant with better promises. Father, O oh God, the blood of fulfillment, we thank you. As we partake of the blood, O oh God, we are rejuvenated. We are quickened by your spirit, O oh God, able to do all things, nothing left undone. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. And for our offerings, Father, we thank you for the gift of the offerings. Father, as we give to celebrate your word, your word is our reality. They are shared into our very spirit, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Esteemed family, okay, right away, all those who are celebrating their birthdays, and for our first time, I'm sorry, just before that, I want to remind us that our givings are going to our church. It is not, we don't give, sorry, this is not a church. So your offering goes through your local church or through your cell or your piece, at any platform you use in giving your offering, that is where you give it. So right away, we'll get into the celebration, celebration segment. And today is dear esteemed sister Motinta's birthday. She is a co-host and part of the worship team. 
esteem sister Mutinta, we celebrate you. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, esteem sister Mutinta, I know you have very high expectations, and I'm not, I will not be the one to cut it short. So don't worry. Don't worry. Um esteem sister Maka will celebrate you tomorrow. I'm just going to do this is pre-celebration. So please. You will enjoy the fullness of your celebration. Don't worry. <laughs> so that nobody went to my DM today. <laughs> I beseech you by the mercies of God. Esteemed family, let us love on esteemed sister Mutinta and celebrate her. She has been a blessing to this house. Esteemed sister Mutinta is a very committed, dedicated. Oh, she is such an amazing person. There is not one as assignment you will give to her that she will come back to tell stories. She will always say through. Thank you, dear esteemed director Ma. God bless you. You are a blessing to this house. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your sacrifice of love. Thank you for everything you do. We love you. We appreciate you. And today, I speak into your life. Come into realms of blessings never experienced. I speak to you, I prophesy today, and I declare blessings to you that the wealth of nations are delivered to you. You have access, you have access in the name of the Lord Jesus. Everything that you have written out in your goals for the year 2024, you do them all exceedingly and abundantly. You take on new feats and you demolish it all. The riches of darkness, the riches of darkness, they are brought to you. You fulfill life and you work in the purpose of God for your life. This is that year when everything happened. Glory be to God. Your brand is going global. Your brand is going global. In the name of the Lord Jesus and in this new year, you have the energy. You have the zeal. You are rightly motivated and inspired to do more than you have ever done before. In your finances, in your service, in your job, in your giftings, there is express, express expression everywhere. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Enjoy your season of redemption, catching all the cash, all the vouchers, all the coupons. Enjoy prolificity. Enjoy prolificity. Flourish like the one watered by the dew of heaven. Glory be to God. I don't know if we have other celebrants today, but these declarations and prophecies are for our celebrants. And if we have any first-timers, I am not seeing anyone. I'm sure they've all been swallowed by the messages. Ah, glory be to God. Okay, Emma, esteem, oh dear Lord God. Just if you have, if you're a first-timer, we love you. Welcome. Please, tomorrow, re-announce again. Today is public holiday. It's esteem sister Mutinta's day. God bless you all. Thank you to all other people who are celebrating. God bless you all. Okay, right now we will take um, the benediction. Remember to join all our channels. If you're a first-timer, please, our channels are on Telegram platform. I don't know if it can just be posted for the last time so that people can copy it out and then join. Thank you, everyone. God bless you all.
and let us kindly unmute as we take the benediction. I apologize for the extra 10 minutes. God bless you. Let's kindly unmute ourselves and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Alive, 